Be Wealthy and Smart, episode 512. into a world of wealth and financial freedom without budgets, boredom, or bosses on Be Wealthy and Smart. And now, here's your host, Linda P. Jones. Welcome to Be Wealthy and Smart. I'm Linda P. Jones, America's Wealth Mentor, empowering women and men worldwide to financial freedom. On today's show, we're going to talk about the top performing sector ETFs ranked by fourth quarter and three-year performance. And this comes to us from Investors Business Daily. We all know that the markets had a steep correction during the fourth quarter. It started in October, and from October till the day after Christmas, we've had a 20% drop. And since then, we've been rebounding and regaining some of that drop in performance, which is one of the reasons why you want to hang in there when we're having a lot of volatility is because we usually do have those big bounces following the big drops. What I found really interesting about this sector performance was that the fourth quarter had some very strong performance while the general stock market was dropping. So the numbers that I was referring to in the 20% drop were attributed to the S&P 500, the 500 largest companies in the US. But did you know that during that fourth quarter, there were some sectors that were up 14.5%, 13%, 12%, 11%. Oh, yes, there was. And what a great hedge for you to have in your portfolio that when the market drops severely, that these can perform well. What am I talking about? I'm talking about mining stocks. These are gold mining stocks and junior gold mining stocks, meaning the smaller miners are the juniors. And these stocks, these miners, did very, very well as a sector during the fourth quarter during that crisis. So how do sectors fit into your asset allocation? Well, I've talked about your asset allocation model should have some large caps like the S&P 500. They should have some medium-sized companies or mid-caps, some smaller companies or small caps, some international, some emerging markets, And if you want to add certain sectors like real estate or technology or cannabis or other sectors, that's probably in about a 10% slice of your portfolio. So that's where sectors can fit. It can definitely be riskier to be in a sector that's all invested in one area. But if you have it be a small part of your portfolio, 2%, 5%, 10% or less, that's usually okay as part of your asset allocation. So don't go hog wild crazy on adding these to your portfolio, but it is something that might be a nice hedge. Now, having said that, metals and miners don't always go up when the stock market goes down. They more likely have a closer inverse relationship to what the US dollar is doing. When the dollar's going down, the metals can go up. And we did see that recently where the dollar was dropping and the metals were having this sharp rally. Let's talk about what ETFs had the performance in the fourth quarter. So first of all, the best performing sector in the fourth quarter was the Van Eck Vectors Gold Miners, or symbol GDX, up 14.53% in the fourth quarter. 
Next was the iShares MSCI Global Gold Miners, symbol RING, up 13.89% for the quarter. Then Sprott Gold Miners, symbol SGDM, and they were up 12.62 for the fourth quarter. Next was the Vanek Vectors Junior Gold Miners, GDXJ, one of my favorites, up 11.09. And by the way, I do own GDX and GDXJ just for full disclosure. Next was the Global X Silver Miners, symbol SIL, up 4.52% for the fourth quarter. Then Invesco S&P 500 Equal Weight Utilities, symbol RYU, up 1.82% in the fourth quarter. Next was the Invesco DWA Utilities Momentum, up 1.5% in the fourth quarter. And pretty much for the rest of this top 13 list, it's all utilities. So the Utilities Select Sector SPDR, symbol XLU, was up 1.37% in the fourth quarter. Then Fidelity MSCI Utilities up 0.88% in the fourth quarter, symbol FUTY. Next was the Vanguard Utilities, symbol VPU, up 0.77% for the fourth quarter. Then the iShares US Utilities, symbol IDU, up 0.69% in the fourth quarter. First Trust Utilities Alpha Dex, symbol FXU, down 2.04% in the fourth quarter. And finally, the iShares Global Clean Energy, symbol ICLN, down 2.75% during the fourth quarter. And it says here that the S&P 500 finished down 13.52% in the fourth quarter. So you can see that these had some significant outperformance. When the S&P is down 13.5% and GDX is up 14.5%, that's a 27-point difference. That's huge. So something that you might want to consider adding to the sector portion of your portfolio. But as always, check with your investment advisor, do your own research, and don't just take this performance number for it as a reason to add it to your portfolio. Another thing we want to look at on this chart is the three-year average number. And I'm just going to give you the top five for the three-year average number. I will put this whole chart on my website and put a link in the show notes so that you can get all the performance. I know it's hard sometimes to hear me read it out and maybe you're driving or walking and you want to have it written down for you. It's on my website so you can get it from there. So let's talk about the three-year numbers. The three-year numbers are even more impressive and I'm pretty proud because I started talking about precious metals more than three years ago. In fact, in August of 2015, on podcast number 94, I had a really great interview with James Turk, the founder of goldmoney.com. If you haven't listened to that interview, I suggest you listen to it. It was really eye-opening for me at the time. I respect Mr. Turk greatly for starting goldmoney.com. It is something that I use to store some of my precious metals, and I recommend it to my clients. It is a way to shore metals outside of the country and without having to have them in your possession, but yet have ease of liquidity and ease of being able to transfer it in over the internet to your bank account. Super sweet way to hold precious metals. But if you're looking at the performance on a three-year basis for some of the precious metals miners, the number one performing sector for three years was GDXJ, the Vanek Vectors Junior Gold Miners. It was up 18.56% for three years. 
Next was the GDX, the Van Eck Vectors Gold Miners. These are the larger gold miners, and this was up 16.05% for three years. Next was the iShares MSCI Global Gold Miners, symbol R-I-N-G. It was up 14.96% for three years. And finally, the Global X Silver Miners, symbol SIL, was up 12.26% for three years. And rounding out the top five was the Invesco DWA Utilities Momentum, symbol PUI, three-year average 11.95% annually. So great performance. We also on this chart have year-to-date numbers, which have shown that these have sold off a bit and pulled back from their outstanding fourth quarter performance, which is not unusual. And also we have some five-year numbers, which are weaker than the three-year numbers. So on a three-year basis, they're looking super good. And I'm personally very optimistic for these mining stocks going forward. So I wanted to bring this great news and great performance to you. We always want to think about diversification and what your total overall asset allocation is. If you find that you are taking too much risk, then you want to change that in your asset allocation model by having more cash or maybe short-term or intermediate-term bonds. So I wanted to bring this report to you because in this time of volatility, And when we had a year like we did in 2018, when the market ended in negative territory, it's nice to know where good performance is coming from because you do wanna pepper some good performance throughout your asset allocation, and that can help soften the blow during these kinds of bigger swings in the market. So I just wanted to bring that to your attention as a potential tool for your asset allocation. Again, do your own research. Don't take this as a buying recommendation. And remember, investing always comes with risk of loss. Pretty cool though that there are areas of the market that do perform even when the overall broader indexes are not performing. If you have been waiting for my book to get back in stock, we did have copies come back into Amazon and they're almost sold out again. So if you want to get your already a wealth heiress, now think and act like one, six practical steps to make it a reality now. I know we have seven copies available on Amazon today and I don't know how long they're gonna be there. So if you've wanted to grab one, go on over and get one now. And if they're sold out by the time you are there, then put your name on the waiting list so that you're the first to get it when the new batch comes in. If you haven't yet subscribed to the show, please hit the subscribe button and be sure to subscribe, rate, and review the podcast. I love reading your reviews. You guys have been so amazing. I've been learning so much about how you've put the podcast information into practice in your own life and how it's benefiting you, and that warms my heart to no end. So good job on your part. Thank you for the reviews. And if you haven't yet, join me over on Instagram. There's more tips over there at instagram.com forward slash Linda P. Jones. That's all for today. Until next time, live the good life and be wealthy and smart. Thank you for listening to Be Wealthy and Smart with Linda P. Jones. Share the wealth and tell your family and friends about the show. Check out our website, blog, and social media for more riches at www.bewealthyandsmart.com.